this show is a little off the beaten track, and it may be unexpected and surprising. So, taste it and enjoy. We've had the opportunity to meet and work with a lot of wonderful people. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a match. Oh, boy! Here we go! Are you kidding me? Out of the gates! This is not happening! By the way, what title would you like? Mary Poppins, practically perfect in every way. I ain't like a pig! Oh, you are a pig. Oh. I almost forgot. That's why they call me Thumper. You're listening to the Magic on a Dollar podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Magic on a Dollar podcast. My name is David Dollar. Thank you so much for joining us once again, folks. We are here. It is the new year. It's 2020. Hope you got your resolutions in mind. Hope you got your goal set for the year, for the decade even. And I hope you're raring to go because we are. We are here and uh, the holidays are over. I had a great time. Hope you had a great Christmas. I did. I hope you had a great New Year's. I did as well. A lot of family stuff. It's been busy. It's been really, really busy. Every time I sat down uh, to pull my microphone up to do a, do a podcast, something else would happen. And it's just now I'm able to just now pretty much come to the breathing point where I'm, I'm coming out of the what's called a wave season. And we'll get to that in a few minutes. But um, it's been crazy. Magic on a dollar travel planning has been just spiking and been going crazy because people need to go to Disney and Universal and cruises and everything else. And so uh, we'll get to all that in a few minutes as well. Got a great show coming up for you here. My good friend Aponistar Jen's coming on in just a minute. We're going to talk Disney news. Well, we meant to talk Disney news, but we end up talking a little bit of everything. Changes in Epcot. We talk about Toy Story 4 and the real villain at Toy Story 4. If you've listened to this show, you know what I think about that. And I, I double down on that, by the way. We talk a little bit about some of all fears. We talk about free dining. We talk about the Oscars and all of that good stuff wrapped around all of the news. So your news, all the news that's fit to print, it's all coming up here. Now, I will tell you this. The audio is a little screwy, okay? And it's not Jen's fault. It's not the, the program, the system's fault, the computer's fault. It's it's my fault. It's user error. I don't mind giving you a little bit of behind the curtains here. Uh, when I plug my microphone in, I have to flip a switch on my, my, my program here, my software, in order to tell the computer sometimes, hey, guess what, computer? I'm using my microphone and not the laptop microphone. Sometimes it defaults to the laptop microphone, and that's exactly what happened because I forgot to flip the switch. And so my audio was very low because I was, you know, instead of being right up on the microphone like I am right now, I was a good 18 inches away from the microphone, which doesn't make for great quality sound. Jennifer sounds awesome. She always sounds great. I sound really low like this when I talk. Ha, ha, ha. And so I had to go in and fix the audio, and I did my best. I don't have a lot of time to go through every single second and kind of adjust all the levels, so I did my best. So the audio was a little bit screwy, and guess what? I understand if you can't get through it. I, I get it. I am an audiophile myself. I listen to audiobooks all the time, and if the audiobook narration is not good or the file is not good or the sound is not good, sometimes I'm like, I, I can't do it. I, I just can't, so I understand. I hope you can bear with it, though. I hope you can listen. hope you enjoy the show, and uh, we're going to bring Jen on right now. Let's uh, let's dial her up. Well, hey, upon a star, Jen. Hey, David Dollar. How you doing? I'm good. Good morning up there in Amish country. Everything, <laughs> everything good? I see the sun is brightly shining through the windows there. It is a shocking thing, but today the sun is shining through the windows. It's, yeah, it's, it's lovely. It's been raining here for the last couple of days, and my kid <sighs> goes, every time he gets home, I'm like, he wants to go somewhere. We can't go anywhere. It's raining. It's raining. And so, you know, and he gets, he'll get his shirt wet, so he takes it off because he can't stand wet clothes. And so he's oh. in my back seat. You know, like pants and shoes and no shirt on. He's like, let's go to Publix. I'm like, no, we can't go anywhere. You're half naked. <laughs> no shirt, no shoes, no admittance, boy. That's how right? this works. Right? 
Jen, of course, for the audience. Jen is my good friend. She's my fellow uh, Disney Disney file, and um, for all intents and purposes, she's my boss, basically. I mean, you know. I'm very proud to be a part of this. Very proud to be a part of it. Still earning my keep. Still trying to work my way through. You know. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully making. Just making you and Lori proud. That's all I can say. You, you are always, and the team's so excited to meet uh, David Dollar in person next week. I was going to say, we're going to be at Disneyland next week, which is exciting. That's going to be so great. Oh, my gosh. I can't oh, wait. I'm so pumped for that. So first thing, though, we're going we're to talk about some Disney news. But I yeah. Uh, the first thing, I didn't realize this actually existed, and I'm a little offended you didn't tell me this because I thought we were friends. I thought what? We <laughs> Apparently, at Disney World, there's a cupcake crawl. And so, oh, yeah. I, I, you know, I don't drink, so I'm not a pub crawl guy, and so that doesn't really phase me, whatever. But apparently, there is there's a cupcake crawl. You, you let me tell you a little about this. You started any any cupcake from Sprinkles, banana mm. cupcake, coconut, or red velvet. So have a cupcake from Sprinkles. Then somehow you make it over to, to be our guest to, to get the master's cupcake, which of course <sighs> is, is amazing, you know, delicious. Head over to Art of Animation and get you a mermaid cupcake. All right. It's apparently a limited thing over at Landscape of Flavors, which, by the way, for the audience, is a great food court. If you've never been to Art of Animation, such a good food court. And then you top it off with a, with a series of cupcakes from around the parks, the Sorcerer Mickey. Yes. Uh, they have one at the Riviera Resort, which apparently is beautiful with a little uh, chocolate surprise inside and a cream oh. buttercream. Uh, the Rock the Dots cupcake at the parks, which has got the Mickey Mouse, uh, oh, the Minnie so, Mouse theme. So cute. The chocolate hazelnut, the Nemo cupcake, which is like a Nemo fish, and you finish it up with a goofy cupcake. Nice. How did you not tell me this? I feel like I got diabetes just looking at <laughs> I mean, maybe I was trying to save your, you know. Probably. Um, Probably. Wait, wait, wait. What, what pancreas? Yeah, that's what yeah. processes the sugar. I'm like, there's an organ that so, does well, that. Although, cupcake, I do love a good cupcake. My, Heck my, yeah. There are, there are snacks at Disneyland that I'm excited about getting. Uh, one of the snacks that they sell at Disneyland, they did not sell at Disney World, is the Toll House Cookie Ice Cream uh, ice cream Cookie. Oh, yeah. They sell at Disney World. That was my favorite snack of all time. It was and so good. And so now I go to Disneyland and I eat one like every three hours. I'm like, give me another cookie. Give me another yeah. cookie. Sir, we're cutting you off. No. No. <laughs> I'm putting them in my bag. I'm taking them home. I get back, you know, get home. And they're all melted. And I'm like, no, I'm just drinking the ice cream. And then he's got like the DTs. He's like. <laughs> so what are you looking forward to Disneyland food-wise? Like, oh. Like snack-wise, things like that. What oh, my gosh. Doing? So I have to say I love the food at Disneyland. Like straight up. I. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't. I love it at Disney World too. But, okay. Churros and Disneyland taste better get whatever at me it's it's true they taste better in disneyland so totally having some churros um i cannot wait to eat in um new orleans square too like the beignets the mint juleps oh my gosh so good the mint juleps are non-alcoholic just fyi you can give them to your children just people people like wait why are people giving it to their kids it's it's okay you're good (laughs) um definitely looking forward to that um Brady is looking forward to cupcakes. I will tell you that because he's a cupcake, cupcake boy. I'm also very much looking forward to breakfast at the Plaza. Yes, that's because we all have an agency wide breakfast plan. Yes, exciting. Yes, uh, I, I don't think I've I've never had breakfast there. I had lunch there, but I've never. Had it's breakfast. really good, and that's why I'm looking forward to it. Like, I, yeah, I'm gonna. This could be great. A week from Saturday, we'll be yeah. here eating breakfast, which is awesome. And I will throw out the cozy cones too. I'll probably have mac and cheese at the Cozy Cone. I don't really want the cone, though. I you mean, don't want the cone! It's just so messy and just so... Just, it's, I mean, it's uh, messy. You know, hey, let me You're not wrong. a cone full of goo and meat and whatever. And, just, and deliciousness. And then, hey, let's go ride a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> 
corn dogs, though, I will I will dive into. I love a good corn. Oh, I can't do a corn dog. And oh, I love a good corn dog. And the corn dogs there at Disneyland are fantastic. They have the red wagon there. And of course, uh, as we've discussed before, I'll be sporting my fanny pack, which for some reason you just. Oh my god! I cannot. I can't. It's one of those like when I was twenty or thirty, I'm like I'm not doing that. It's whatever. It's so convenient. You put it around your waist. You got your chargers in there. You got your extra money in there. All your important cards and stuff. I don't have to carry it in my pocket. I Listen, I got that in my crossbody. I don't have to carry any. Well, I don't have to carry anything around my shoulders. I just put it, put it around my waist. It's, it's good. Throw my shirt over it. You never even see it's there. It's fantastic. oh yeah, you never even see it's there. You won't even notice it's there. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, and it's vintage. Mine's from like 2005, so it's got the old oh Walt Disney logo on it. Oh, it's, it's great. Wow. Wow. Let's dive in some Disney news. We're just going to kind of jump around here, and you can jump into with some stuff that, uh, sure. if you want. But uh, first of all, Disneyland, the Disneyland Express is gone. Like, they, they, they just... Yeah. It's really sad because, you know, that's uh, 20 bucks gets you, you know, your round-trip ticket or whatever. Oh, yeah. Doors in the back and everything, and now it's like... We don't have like a shoot. Now we gotta find her. Yeah. What, do, do you know what happened? Is this an LAX thing where the, the well the did some stuff with Uber and yeah. Lyft? Yeah, LAX did some stuff with Uber and Lyft. But honestly, like so, so I'm just gonna grab one. Super Shuttle is something that I've used all over the country mm-hmm. for folks, right. um, especially in certain areas, and they're like out of business. So I think you know a lot of the issue is people are doing rideshare a lot these days versus doing a scheduled shuttle because you know if your plane's delayed they don't want to pay the price it ends up being cheaper to just do a rideshare, so I kind of think it's fallen victim to that a little bit and um, you know, it's it's sad but at the same time like I I kind of get it because I mean in this day and age financially, it's, it financially it makes sense but there are some other shuttle services and I know like we're gonna try one out going and then i think aaron is trying out a different one that i'm not trying so we're gonna compare notes and see like just tell me where to go and i'll ride it yeah we're gonna we're gonna be using express shuttle so stay tuned for an update hopefully they're good for the fans never ever 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 take a taxi from disneyland oh lord no oh my god no it's just we did that the first time i ever went to disneyland 2011 my wife stephanie and i and and uh you know we did we had no idea. We didn't have a travel agent. We didn't know about how to do this. Mm-hmm. And so we just took a taxi and we got there. And, and after a tip, it cost, cost us like 130 bucks. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was just, and I'm sitting mm-hmm. in the back seat and I'm watching the meter as it ticks up. There's $55, $57, $58. Oh, my gosh. And we're like halfway there and I'm kind of following along on my phone to make sure that we're going the right way. Uh huh. I'm like $101. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Never take a taxi. No, 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 no. One time in Jersey, uh, my friend and I took a taxi literally from the terminal to the on-site airport hotel. It was a two-minute ride. It was $55. Oh, yeah. I was like, nope, I could have taken an Uber less. We were just too lazy to go. They wonder why Uber and Lyft are are so popular. I'm just saying. (laughs) Also opening Rise of the Resistance in two days, actually. So it'll be open when we get there. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. Uh, I am hearing so many good things, and I'm surprised you haven't been down there like four times already. Oh, listen, I would try, but yeah, but it's okay. It'll be my first time at Rise of the Resistance. Yes. I'm I'm going the 23rd. I don't care that morning. 
Yeah, we'll, I'm up. We'll, we'll all get in. We'll, I mean, it'll be like early in the morning, and and uh, I mean, uh, are they using the? Are they going to use the boarding system they, like they're using at Disney yes. World? Do we know this? Okay. Yes, they so are. Let's talk a little bit about the boarding system because we haven't really talked a whole lot about that when I, last mm-hmm. time we recorded. So, uh, what do you know about the boarding system? What do you do? You got your phone, your app open. What got your app open? So I can talk about how it's working at Walt Disney World right okay. now. I know that we have to do it in Disneyland. It's going to be working similarly, but because Disneyland is a different animal, we'll have to like find out for sure how they're going to do it. So in Walt Disney World, you have your Walt. Um, do actually do not open your app until three minutes before. So here's what happens: you need to get to the park early, and when I say early, like an hour and a half to two hours before official park, park opening. Open at seven. You need to be there. Five, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Typically, it's not opening at seven. Typically, these days, it's eight a.m. for extra magic or nine a.m. if it's a standard opening. Okay, so let's let's take it's a normal day, nine a.m. opening. You want to be to the park by seven at the latest, meaning you're getting transportation at six thirty. Disney transportation's not running, so you're probably taking some form of an Uber or Lyft, minivan, whatever. You get your the, you get yourself there. You're going to be waiting in line. Then you are going to scan through the turnstiles. They'll let you in. Typically, they let people in about, what, half hour, 45 minutes before a park opening right. just to get you, like, up, right. you know, into so the, so the, the park. The- Correct. Uh, so they're starting to let you in. Okay. You want your entire party scanned through before the official park opening. So we said, we're saying 9 a.m. park opening. Do not open your app until 8.57 because the app does a refresh about five to six minutes before nice and otherwise people like get later boarding groups if you wait until three minutes before you're gonna have the refresh and you're gonna have the best option so then right when park open at 9 a.m all everybody in your party with a phone should be working to get into a boarding group that's a good tip now can you get everybody with you onto a boarding group can you say boarding group for six boarding group yes you are okay yes but everybody has to be scanned in you can't do a thing like well i'm going to the park everyone's coming later no you all actually have to physically be in the park but then like let's say you know, the two of us were there together. We're both on our phones. I get boarding group 84. You get boarding group 116. Well, obviously, you're going to get out of your boarding group because right. I've got us for one, you know. Right. So. Makes sense. Very, makes yeah. Sense. But I'm Disneyland will be something like that. I think it'll be similar. They do have a Disneyland app. So that's what I'm going to be interested to see. I imagine it's going to be via the Disneyland app. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be. I mean, that's how you do Max Pass. That's how you do. Okay. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, since it opens tomorrow officially, we'll have to. Yeah, I would imagine that we probably. I think we all arrive on the twenty second to Disneyland. We'll probably yeah. go ahead and get in line at nine that night and just be. Ready. Yeah, probably. We'll just be just be staying overnight. It's fine. <laughs> so, it's good. It's it's gonna be fun. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, if you and if you go to to Hollywood Studios or Disneyland. Don't walk in there at 8 thinking, oh, I'm ready to stay in line for five hours. I'll do it. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. The reason Disney does this mm-hmm. is because what they see at, Holly- at Universal where Hagrid, where you line up through Hag- for Hagrid's ride for 10 hours, <sighs> snaking through the park, out the gate. By the time you're, you know, if you get in line at, you know, I don't know, 9 o'clock or 10 mm-hmm. o'clock or whatever, an hour after opening, you're not even sure you'll ride the ride. You've been in line all day. Disney was yeah. doesn't want that to happen. Right. I mean, yes, it's disappointing, but if you know by 8.15 you're not going to get on the ride, at least you can go about your day and be done. Exactly. You're disappointed, but whatever. But if you follow those directions, most people do very well with that. Yes. But if you're like, I'm going to chance it, I'm just going to get to the park at 9.30, mm, probably not. <laughs> All right, so let's keep over to Disney World. What have you heard about the Riviera Resort? I know it's open. It, it is, is open. open early December. So yeah. have you heard good things, bad things? I mean uh, – uh, For the most part, I've heard good things. I think, okay. like, the weekend it opened, there was, like, you know – you know, a couple little glitches, whatever. Right. But for the, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hopefully not. Oh man, no, no, no. yeah. Um, 
But no, I, I've actually heard wonderful things. Um, agents, was it Aaron who was just, just ate at Topolina's okay. and said it was wonderful. And then Meredith I. Meredith also did the same thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. Eric. Yeah. Maybe it was Meredith. I think it was Meredith. It was. I, I think it was Meredith. It. Yeah, she loved it. Um, but then I have had other friends who have stayed at Riviera. I'm scheduled to stay there in April. So I'll have firsthand knowledge in April. But um, it's very comfortable. They loved the decor. They loved the luxury. They said they had great service. So I think it's going to turn out being one of the premier resorts in Walt Disney World. I'm hoping to get somebody booked there. I've got a list, and, and I've booked – somebody at just about every single resort on property except mm-hmm. for now Riviera. So uh, they keep adding resorts and I can't get people to go there. So yeah. <laughs> I know if some people are like, mm, I don't know. List people. Come on. I got to get you people. I got the people there. So let's talk a little bit about Epcot. Because Epcot's <laughs> oh, right now. And you know, it's my fave. Epcot. Uh, two days from now, of course, we're recording on the 15th. On the 17th, the France uh, uh, sing-along. At- yes. Yes. Okay. And I know someone who previewed it. Oh, nice. And, and- Good word on mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I mean, fun, you know, super cute. I also, you know, Diva Christine, Impressions of France is her favorite, and she is in mourning. She's about to change, chain herself to the building um, because they're only showing it between, like, 7.30 and 9 p.m. every day. Which is when everybody's lining up for Illuminations. And so, right. Or not Illuminations, excuse me, for uh, Epcot, whatever, Forever. Oh, Epcot Forever. Epcot Forever. It's going to be Harmony Us, which is coming sometime <gasps> this spring. Right. Right. Uh, the Canada uh, film opens the uh, uh, the the Canada three, Canadian vision. Yeah, three sixty. Uh, I forget what it what it's called, but um, Oh Canada, uh, wasn't it? Oh yeah, Canada. O'Can- that's it. Oh Canada and Catherine O'Hara and Eugene Levy, I think, are the narrators on that. Yep. So opening up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Awesome Planet, uh, which is over where not living with the land, but it's above it where the the uh, the environmental show used to be. Oh, the uh, um, it's uh, where the it was you, the Lion King. It was it the was t- Timon Tim- and Pumbaa. Tim- yeah, Timon and Pumbaa. Before that, it was something else. And I forget what it was, but it was, uh, I, I was, yeah, I was something else. Like a, it was a hey, you save the planet kind of thing. But pretty much, the awesome planet. Ty Burrell narrating. Yep, uh, Honor family. So he'll be in there. Well, that's opening up in a couple of days. Um, the sign for Gusto's is oh op- is up. Yeah, for that's the Ratatouille ride. Ratatouille ride. Uh, now, now Gusto is not going to be a restaurant. This is nope. more of the decor. Right. Uh, the Ratatouille ride opening up sometime this summer, which yep. is a trackless system. It's the one that's in Disneyland Paris, and I've yep. heard other people, including other podcasters, say that the ride in Paris is just phenomenal. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm excited. So, I'm really excited for that ride. So it's going to be really really cool. Uh, the uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy ride is coming along nicely. Mm-hmm. We don't know about that, but that's being constructed. Yeah, uh, that's not till twenty one, but you can yeah. see the progress pretty well. Yeah, it's it looks pretty. I mean, it's a yeah. big building. It's a big it's building, huge building. Uh, so as you pull up in the parking lot, it's, you, it, it blends into the skylight. So if it's a nice day, you kind of see this this darker blue against yeah. the blue sky, and it's just a box that's right there. So that's kind of fun. Um, I mean, Epcot's coming along quite nicely. Carrot it really is. Moved. The Starbucks yep. has been moved. The Penn Center is down to the Camera Center now. Right. Mouse Gear is under renovations, which hurts my heart because I love Mouse Gear, but it'll be back and better. Yeah, Mouse Gear will be better, but now it's in a temporary location where it's a yeah. smaller location. Um, the, uh, uh, I said Illuminations, but it's the... Uh, Epcot Forever. Uh, Epcot Forever, no, but I mean, uh, what is it called? Uh, Interventions. Interventions. Oh, Interventions. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're all gone. Yep. So I'm going to go in, in March, actually, to Disney World, and I'm looking forward to Epcot because it's going to be so different. It's just <sighs> walking in going, where is everything? I know. Like... Yeah. Even when I was just there, oh gosh, yeah, you're going to laugh at me. I can't remember when I was last there. It was late October. Mm-hmm. It was late October. And even like because the construction walls were up and I'm walking around, I'm like, this is my beloved Epcot. And you look so different. But like I know it needs to happen. I know we need to, to move happen. forward. It yes. needs to happen. Well, and you got old Disney people like us who love the, the tradition of Disney. But yeah, there's things that, that we love that you – know, like I love some of all fears. 
Oh, I love some of all fears. Well, I know that's not a traditional Disney ride because it's only open a couple of years, but I can see where they needed to, to clear all that stuff. And it, they Inventions did. was something that was just it wasn't it wasn't good anymore. It wasn't no. You know, they, it was great when it opened. And yes, it yes. And they tried to keep it up for a while, but yep. you know, times change, and so they need right. to do something different with it. And I think I love the vision. I love. I do. Yeah, and have you been to the preview center in Epcot? I have not. I have oh, not. over in the Odyssey building is a preview center. You walk in mm -hmm. and you kind of see like the layout, model, yes, films and everything. And, and is there like a film going on? There is. It's a 360. Like when you walk into Odyssey, it's a room, and then they have like a, a scale model in the middle right. with all the different changes, nice. and it's very interactive with the film. It was. I I was expecting like oh whatever the preview center blah 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 blah, and I loved it. We like sat there. We watched the whole thing. It That's was awesome. Yeah. Of course, you got my wife who also missed it. She, miss, she misses Food Rocks and Cranium Command. So, I mean, what does that tell you? Listen, everybody misses Cranium <laughs> Command. It's <laughs> give me buzzy. Wars, she loved all those rides. Like, those closed in the early 2000s. And so we went to, yeah. to Disney World on my honeymoon in 2004. And I don't remember any of those rides. So, I don't know if we just missed them. I actually <laughs> went and looked it up. And I think some of them were all, like, temporarily. They were on. They were on. Yep. They were on so, seasonal because yeah. – now some because we went on our honeymoon in 2006 there and i even said to brady i'm like i think i remember going when we were on it she's like he's like oh no we definitely did cranium command because right. you said oh this is getting dated and i was like well i mean it was but well what's yeah. so weird too and this is just gonna rabbit trail is that disney like they just leave stuff until they're ready to do something with it and it's yep. almost like it's it, like if you're driving down the road and you see a restaurant that closed and the restaurant still has all the signs up and all yeah. the furniture stuff inside. They just people just locked the doors and left. Yeah. Because if you go upstairs to the Odyssey, if you sneak into the Horizons buildings, or whatever, you will see remnants and the 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 problem oh, yeah. stuff from Cranium Command. But they haven't cleared any of that out. It's all there. No. I'm not saying you should do that. You could get kicked out of the park forever. Absolutely. Have, but people have. Yeah. And you can go on YouTube though and find video of people walking around and seeing like there's there's props from this, props from that. They're just there. And yeah. Just, Disney's like, well, we'll get to them, whatever. I mean, we'll clean yeah. the house, eh, whatever. So exactly, it's like, well, you know, they don't need it. They don't put the manpower into, you know, or spend the money to do it right. until they know what they're doing with the space. Which I mean, it, I mean, does make sense. Like, all right, we're not going to put money against it unless we're really renovating it. So, what's the word on space twenty uh, uh, two twenty? Like, I don't. We still. Hearing, you know, they, it, was, like, it was. Oh, it was. Open in December, and then said, oh, it's uh, in February. and now it's spring. Spring. Yeah, spring. spring. So that could be any time between now and Memorial Day. Right. Because usually they say summer would be like Memorial Day on. Right. So. Who asked me about it several times. And they're like, well, is it going to be available on the dining plan? When's it going like, to open? Will it be able? And I'm like, I don't know anything. It's been like radio silence. Yeah. Radio silence on official words. It's, it's, it's going to be technologically, I mean, a technologically advanced restaurant for what. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, you, you're zipped into a little, little, quote unquote, a little pod. Yeah. And you feel like you're lifting into space. Which is super cool. And, and you look into the window, out the window, and you see space. I mean, there's going to be yeah. space things going on out there, and I'm sure you'll see starships and probably some Easter eggs, maybe in the Disney yeah, Oh, I'm sure. Fighter or something or whatever. And I'm guessing, like, I feel like that's a screen i feel like they can get a video working i don't know i i, I don't know i don't know i mean maybe there's like some other elements that make you feel i, I mean i literally don't know because they haven't done a lot of detail on it no i'm right yeah excuse me bob um <laughs> all right yeah like listen bobs we got to get this we got to get this going Come on. Clients are asking what's going yes. on. Yes. <laughs> uh, hopping over to uh, Hollywood Studios. Uh, the Mickey's Runaway Railway. Yeah. 
last a few months, which oh my gosh, amazing. I'm so excited for this. The it, well, it, what I keep thinking too about these rides is that you know I've done the the Disney World Disneyland Parks Challenge a couple times. Right. One day I've gotten to I've missed it by one and missed it by two. Uh, <sighs> two times I've done it, and now I'm like, it's gonna get even harder. Rami's gonna be open. I got the two Falcon or the two Star Wars rides open. This is gonna be insanely impossible to like do. really hard. Yeah. Because this is gonna, these rides are gonna be huge and the lines gonna be crazy and yeah. we haven't heard a word about fast passes on any nope. of them. Um, you know, People the keep passes. asking. They're like, "Well, well, I want fast pass for the Star Wars rides." Like, mm, not gonna happen. So Sorry. Do I. Star Tours. <laughs> I can get you on Star Tours. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, uh, so you told me I'd get the Star Wars ride, but you have a Star Tours. That's the Star Wars ride. That's the Star Wars ride. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Magic Kingdom. Uh, not really a whole lot going on in Magic Kingdom right now. Just, no, uh, it's pretty quiet yeah, for the moment. Quiet. The train is still closed. We'll be closed yeah. through the end of the year. Yeah. We have to do, finish in the Tron. Tron. Which is, you know, which is coming on quite nicely. It's it is. Tron yeah. Insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, I, you know, everything I've seen from that looks like it's fantastic. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. Amazing. Agreed. And so, honestly, and I'm already getting, and I'm sure you have too, already getting requests for 2021. And even oh, yeah. one for 2022. Uh, we got one for 2023 the other day. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, I can't do anything yet, but. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. what, okay, so let me ask this. What do you, what do people need to do um, in, from traveling, mm-hmm. travel agent perspective, when somebody says, you know what, I want to go summer 2021, how can we do it? Obviously, we have to tell them, you know, we can't book anything right, right. now. Even right. if we booked a room, we couldn't turn it into a package later. So yep. let's just wait. So what would you tell the client to do in terms of, well, how should I get ready for yeah. this? What should Absolutely. I do? So I would tell them, um, well, number one, reach out to your travel agent. Get on the waiting list because we will, like, as, as agents, we're going to notify you, hey, we can book this next week, blah, blah, blah. Um, secondarily, do a little bit of homework on where you want to stay. Like, you know, take a look at the Disney resorts. Maybe ask your agent for like a list of recommendations that you can look into. We can send you e-brochures. We can send you, you know, resort fact sheets just to kind of like get you ready because when it's time to book, we got first dibs because we know Jane Smith wants to stay at Contemporary Garden Wing Garden View at this date. This package, we can already get it put on hold, and that way the very day it comes out, we can get you deposited and ready to go. Yeah. yeah and, and in recent years, too, it's been something where when – you know, it usually opens up on like June 25th or something. Sort of yeah, mid, like mid-June. I've been like totally crazy about. I'm like, okay, you know, the whole year is opening up. We're good. Next year is a big year. Next year is a big year. I have a feeling September, October, November is going to fill up very, very quickly. quickly because people want to go down for the 50th. They yep. want to be there for the 50th anniversary. Yep. You know, they know Tron's opening up maybe spring or yep. summer, so they want to be there for the fall. They want they want to know. Yep. They want to be there for the fall, especially because they know everything's going to be open by then. Yeah, most of Epcot's going to be open by then. And so if... this isn't something you're like, ah, you know what? It opens up for the year. I'm good. If you want to go January, uh-uh. second week of January, you know what? Let's wait a couple weeks. We'll get that. No, if you want to go anytime past that. No, we need to talk about it. And the good news, you know, if you need to make modifications down the road, hey, I think my schedule changed, blah, blah, blah. We can modify based on availability. It's better to get it in the books so that you get what you want. Yeah, it's much easier to me to modify an existing package than to try to 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 put together a do on release day. You know, when you're online, you're the system, which always works. You're trying to get that done. It's just it's yeah, and and typically on like if it's releasing for the whole next year, I, there's not a ton of issues because it's you know like like you said, it is opening for the whole year, but it is also important to get it that day if you can. So yeah, because you'll have it, and it's you mm-hmm. know you'll have it down. It's two hundred dollars, and you know three months later you're like ah, I want to change it up a little bit. That's fine. No worries, we can do it. Yeah. And thank you for coming to our travel agent TED talk. Yeah. <laughs> a few other little Disney news, uh, Disney things. Frozen two snubbed from the Oscars. Yeah. 
what is weird? So it's very weird. Um, you've got five there, but I've seen two of them. I've seen Frozen. No, not Frozen. Two. I've seen um, Klaus, which is the one from Netflix. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, I started watching. Um, I think it's like Where's My Body. I forget the name of it. I lost oh. my body. It's on Netflix. It's a- okay. See, I haven't seen that one. It's French. Now, like when I watch movies during the day as I'm working, I have to be able to not look at the screen sometimes at <laughs> work. And so I started it last night and I'm like, oh, this is French. Subtitles. I can't just watch. I can't just work and watch. I have to actually watch watch. So I haven't watched it yet. Um, oh, what are the other ones that are, how you train your dragon? OK. Uh, and that's always a popular franchise. Right. Um, and then there's. Oh, now let's see. This animated, let's see, animated Oscar. Anyway, the whole point is the yeah. fact that, uh, first, it's not one of them. <laughs> which is which is so odd. Like, if there's a Disney animated feature, it's, like, pretty much always yeah. oh, a nomination like, for something. Klaus, Missing Link, How to Train Your Dragon, okay. Hidden World, Lost My Body, and Toy Story 4. Oh, okay, that's right. We got Toy Story, Toy Story in there. Toy Story 4 has a chance to, become, to win an Oscar for two films in the franchise, uh, at least. I don't actually I may have won more than that. Because they started the animated Oscar... The first year was Monster was when Monsters Monsters Inc. Mm-hmm. Shrek won it that year. It was oh, that's Shrek, right. Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius, and oh, Monsters my... Inc. And the wow. only reason I remember that is because when they showed the people for Shrek going up to get the Oscar, they showed an animated Mike and Sully in the audience, and then they showed an animated Jimmy Neutron who had this little little device that he was using to clap. That's the only reason I remember anything. About oh my gosh, that's so funny. Uh, that was the first animated Oscar, and so yeah, I don't think Toy Story. I think Toy Story three made. Yeah, three one. Three three one. So yeah, three one. Win. Uh, probably the weakest of the Toy Story franchise films. It is. I mean, it's just it's. It is. I don't hear anybody talking about it. There's no excitement for it. I mean, yeah. it's you know people like Forky enough, I guess, because of the Disney. Plus yeah, people Forky like Forky. Beyond but, that, it's it's not one. That I I'm mean, like, I see it again. No, like it's cute. It's it's fine, but like. I had a hard time because three was just so. Yes. You know what I mean. Yeah, three was a perfect ending. Three was a perfect ending. For me, it wasn't so much that you know three was a perfect ending. Why did you do four? It was, I didn't like what four did with the franchise. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, it it wasn't my favorite. It wasn't my, my favorite. My, my dear wife does not like four. She doesn't like it at all. No. She's. She, it makes her angry because she's like. Woo! Why in the world would Andy give his toys away if it's going to be that much to you know blah 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 blah. Right. You know, if what happens and it happens in four, uh, I still and I've told you my theory. I still hold the theory that Bonnie is actually the villain in four. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Because she does. She discards Woody completely and sends him on this quest, which is incredible. Yeah. And so, I, I can't. No, I, just, I would go with you on that one. Yeah, Bonnie's the villain, and people don't really talk about that because nobody's like, I don't want to tell you. You know, I don't want to say the three-year-old girl's the villain. No, she's no, she's she's villain. about. You know what? If you, I feel like people with children would qualify their three-year-olds as villains sometimes. If ever, if you if you watch it, <laughs> you'll see that Gabby Gabby. Spoiler alert is redeemed. You'll see that the villains are redeemed. Guess who is yep. not redeemed in that film? Bonnie. Bonnie is not redeemed. She is not. It's going to come back in five. <laughs> be the, you know, so if they ever made a Toy Story five, which I don't think, I don't think because. They've said the actors have said they're done, right? Yeah, I would love for to see the, the toys end up in Andy's closet, Andy's kids' closet, which would be great. No, okay, Andy, I'd be okay with that. Uh, probably. Well, I don't know. Uh, honestly, Missing Link won the uh, the Golden Globe for animated film. Uh, I have not seen it. It's on Prime or Hulu, one or the other. I don't. Have you seen the film? It's Hugh Jackman is uh, is, is, is no. I I want to see that one. I haven't seen it yet. 
Okay, so, I I'll, I'll get getting around to seeing it at some point because I'll see all yeah. of it. Yeah. My Body, the French film, which is really, really That's just really weird. Uh, also nominated is uh, Kid Bull, which is the okay. Spark Sport. And uh, have you seen Oh, Kid yes. Okay, Kid Bull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. K I T Bull. It's, yeah, Kid Bull. Horrible. It's a story about an unlikely friendship, but I will tell you there are two more that are on Netflix that are uh, not uh, Disney Plus that if you haven't seen, you need to see. First is Float. Oh yes, it's, it's got it. It doesn't come out and directly say it, but mm. it does have an autism twinge to it. Where yeah. a boy who is different from everybody else, and the and the dad grabs him and is like, "Why aren't you normal?" And then they, you know, it kind of goes from yeah. tear jerking. What they just released, however, was one called Loop. No, I haven't seen Loop. I saw Float, but not Loop. Is incredible. Now, as an autistic family. It like it things are a little dusty in here because it's it's a girl who's autistic and a little and a and they're at camp. So she's yeah. A teenager. He's he's like twelve, thirteen years old, and this kid named Marcus is kind of charged with taking her out in the canoe on the lake to join everybody. Yeah. Else. And he doesn't want to go because he's like I gotta be with her. And it's it's nice that they don't portray him as mean. He's not like mm-hmm. she's whatever. She's what I mean. She's stupid. He doesn't say any of that. It's just he doesn't want to be there with her because he wants to be with his friends, which is natural. Sure. Yeah. Their relationship on that canoe and kind of their back and forth in the canoe, and it is so sweet. Um, now, I haven't read a lot of articles about how accurate it is with autism because she's nonverbal and you can tell. But from what yeah. I understand, what I've been around in that in that that level of autism, it's it's fairly close. It's fairly accurate. It's about six wow. minutes. It is a beautiful film. And I, I love that they did gonna, that. You're gonna ball when you watch it. I will. I will. You really will. You really will. <laughs> Disney Plus saying they now have 50 million subscribers, wow. the most downloaded app of 2019, and it opened up in November. Oh my god! Most gosh. downloaded app of 2019. That's insane. insane. That's insane. Which is crazy because it's almost like I can't now think. I, I like I can't imagine my life without Disney Plus now because everything is just so much there. It's just right. It's been part of my life for two months now, and it's like. Like, I can't give this up. <laughs> I, now, I will never give up Disney Plus. It's amazing. It's fantastic. Uh, of course, Disney Plus brought us, da, 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 Baby Yoda. That's right, Mandalorian. The, the hero of 2019 for Disney. That is what everyone oh gosh. Baby Yoda, the Mandalorian. I'm assuming you've seen the whole series. Um, Yeah. Well, no, not the, don't, don't talk about the last one. Okay. I'm behind. I'm a little behind. <laughs> the last one, the last episode of The Mandalorian is one of the best hours in television I've seen. Okay, uh, yeah. I just going to say good episode, you know. I don't want to multitask working, do you know what I mean, uh, like, while I'm yeah, watching it, like so. Uh, right, so I'm, yeah, waiting until I've got a little time, so. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a good 40 minutes. You're going to yeah, absolutely okay. great ending, and then you're going to be like, we're season two, which is coming in the fall. Coming yeah. in the fall. I, I mean, I'm sorry, it's rude to make us wait until the fall. That's way yeah. too long. But I do like how they do this versus how Netflix just drops all episodes at once. Uh, Netflix drops all the episodes at once. And I think actually they're starting to pull back from that because I've seen I think they are. Where they're saying, you know, episodes coming out weekly because, which at first that was really cool. Everybody right. Was, oh, I'll watch it all. But now we're in such a social media society where the, and it's such a spoilerific society. Yeah. The, the, by the time yourself, like you and, and who are busy, got to episode three, you would already be hearing spoilers about episode eight. Right. You'd be online going, oh my gosh, you know what happened and blah, 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 blah. And you're like, I just got the three. I don't I'm have like, time. Like, dude, I don't have time. So I love the fact we're having to wait for it. And I, I do have friends, and I haven't done this yet, but I have friends that will that will that would wait up until two in the morning when it dropped on Disney Plus <laughs> on that Friday night and watch it. And go to bed at like three o'clock. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't think I could, I couldn't pull that off. Yeah, I, no. I watch it the next day, I'm good. I, I'm like, you know what? I love the Mandalorian, yeah. but I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna wait, wait. Till tomorrow to finish this up. I sometimes I feel like I do like to wait like a couple weeks and then watch a couple, like yeah. do like a, a mini binge. Yeah, I like that, our family does that with Grey's Anatomy, also yeah. ABC, which is owned by Disney. So see, yeah, so there you go. It all ties in. It's all good. Yeah, we'll, I'll watch it all at once. Yeah. Um, final thing here is uh, uh, 
You know what? I had it in my head and I lost it. Oh, dude. <laughs> oh, discounts. Yes, the discounts. Discounts, promos. Promos and discounts. Free dining, which is... Which is over tomorrow, so... Tomorrow, and so it doesn't even matter at this point. Yeah. But if you miss free dining, don't get too mad about it because it opened up for literally eight days, well, ten days in the entire... I think year. it was ten days the entire... It was, yeah. what, three dates in June, three in July, and then, like... Oh, no, no, it was 16. It's like 16. 16, think, yeah, yeah, I think it was 16 because it was ten. Check in to get free dining. Yeah. Out of 365 days. Now, I think probably we'll do something else with that. I don't know how popular it was. Well, okay, so I have two theories with free dining. <laughs> okay. Uh, and for the audience, free dining is, is, is... You probably have heard a lot about it. It's a promotion where you right. get a free dining plan with your trip. Over the years, my first year, twenty, my first year of full planning was 2014, and that was the year that I had the eight and a half hour phone call on hold. That was my ten hour phone call. Basically, it took me 20 minutes to deal with. What I had to deal with my five clients at that time. Yeah. Save my clients like 500 dollars or whatever, and that was when free dining was pretty much in the entire fall, except for a week in October. Yeah. And like Thanksgiving and Christmas was out. Right. So it was great. It was wonderful, and it was like free dining, any plan you wanted, whatever. Well, they've kind of tightened it up. October is no longer part of it. You know, now you have to get a park hopper. A couple of years ago, they said that. And then they said, okay, value and moderate. You have to get uh, quick service. Quick service. You can yep. upgrade, which is still a pretty good deal if you want to upgrade. Absolutely. Like that, whatever. And so they've kind of narrowed it down. And all of a sudden, that Disney's like, you know what? 16 days this year. Like, wow. One is that. It's just they just don't need it. They're doing it as fan service because people, you know. Well, they don't need it. They, they found the holes and they're just filling yeah. up whatever, you know, whatever they need to do to fill up those spaces. Number two, this is their way of getting rid of it next year. Like they have narrowed it down so much. They're like. I've been saying that for three years. Just done with it. And they're, because I think four years ago, you dropped free dining. People would lose their minds. People oh, my gosh. Crazy, yeah. Whatever. I haven't had that many people ask me about free dining this year. Like I've like years before people are like yep. free dining, free dining, once it come, once it come, you know, and and they they don't actually ask about it in terms of I know it's coming, I want it. It's more of a right. I've heard about it. Can I what? get free dining for my March trip? Can I get yeah. free dining for my June trip? Whatever. I think Disney may be kind of just squeezing it out and be done with it. I really think at this point it's going to be used for the holes. Like if there are weeks that are less traveled, I mean which makes sense. Like you don't if you have a full resort, you have no need to release a discount for that. So you're wanting to fill up the holes. And I think we are going to see less and less of it because that free dining did what it was supposed to do. It filled up the fall. And now fall is popular because we got parties, because we got festivals, because we got, you know, the weather's cooler, whatever. So I think, and even like last year, what we saw was a lot of summer dates for free dining because it's hot. People aren't traveling as much in the summer. Free dining, where you kids three to nine get a free dining, which is still a nice savings. Yeah, I'm thinking they probably will go to something like that, where not everybody gets it, just Mm -hmm. the kids, just the kids, Um, and it's more on par with your. And honestly, I've I've saved several clients money this summer, but nearly all of them have been room offers, right? Not free dining. And honestly, I gotta say, sometimes the room offer ends up being a better price, especially especially if you're deluxe. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And so like when people are like, no, but I want the free dining. I'm like, but you're going to pay $300 more. I can save you more money if I give you this room discount. Right. Right. And so, but yeah, uh, trust me, I want you to pay more money because I get more money, but I'm trying (laughs) you know, if you want to go for Polynesian, that's absolutely fine. Right. Let's, we're good with that. But if you know, but we're also going to direct you to what you need to spend. We're not, we want you to have the best value for your dollar. So, and here's the whole thing too. People don't know this, that, you know, we don't work for Disney. No, we work for you. We work Correct. for the for the client. We work for the client to help the client out. And if it yep. means me making less money, that means you tell your friends, "Hey, he just saved me three hundred dollars." Your friends come to me. I make more money. That's how this works. That's right. Yay, capital! Yay, word of mouth. It's the 
anything else we missed uh, news-wise on top of your head that we didn't touch on? Not on top of my head, no. We kind of covered all the big things which are coming up and um, just exciting stuff down the road. Stay tuned because yeah. they're always releasing stuff. I mean, it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. So, of course, you're the co-host of the Divas Dish Disc podcast. Indeed. Last night you had on the Dream Finder. The Dream Finder. Tell me yeah. more about that. I mean, it's it's Ron Schneider. Ron Schneider, and he's now he's the original Dream Finder. A lot of photos, I will say, he was um, like the original in '82. He did it for a little over a year, and then um, Steve, oh, his last name's escaping me. Listen to the podcast. <laughs> we talk about him. So a lot of the folks who like maybe from the late '80s have photos. Like, oh my gosh, I have a photo of myself with the Dream Finder. It's actually the other guy, but Ron um, was the like original. He actually was the one who for six months he did meet and greets with the guests before the attraction was even open and he really coined like a lot of the phrasing and a lot of what happened um and he's just an amazing guy super gracious super nice has wonderful stories and he didn't just work for disney he actually did some stuff for universal as well back in the day so just a fascinating conversation we had him on episode 50 and he told a lot of stories um and then he actually told some new stories last night, a couple of the same ones, because, of course, you know, new listeners, you know, maybe not familiar with how he became the Dreamfinder. Um, but, yeah, like he actually even voiced um, a couple of scenes in the original. Not all of the scenes, but a couple of the scenes. So um, and he talked about like how Figment became purple and lots of. Yeah, like because originally he was supposed to be green. And so see, that's a, fun. A book out called From Dream to Dream. From, yep. Um, yep. It is not all about Disney, however. It is not. If you go into that book thinking, I'm going to hear all tons of stories about Disney, no. you need to go find Jim Corcus, not uh, Right. Writer, because his is, his is more like a couple of chapters about his Disney experiences, but it's about his life. Like, it's about his life. Yeah, it's a biography. All over the place. Um, you know, so it's a good book. It's just not all about Disney. Right. Uh, why do you think, and maybe he has theories on this, maybe you do. I don't yeah. know. Why do you think Disney, why, why don't they have the Dreamfinder back? Well, yeah. You know, obviously, yeah. maybe it would be Schneider, but it would be somebody as the Dreamfinder because that character is so beloved I, and iconic. Yes, and iconic. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's a hard thing to pull off, um, because it was puppetry. It was puppetry. It was puppetry. And so mm-hmm. you know, it's not as if people are like, "Oh, that yeah. figment's not real." I mean, people understand what's going on. They get right. It. So why do you think that, that they wouldn't bring it back? You know, and and he didn't really speculate on this, but I mean, so much, but. Other than I can say that the times were changing, you know, whenever they got rid of the original figment, they were wanting to go a different direction, make it more relevant for that day's youth. But now they kind of made him a pest. Like if you go in, he's not a beloved character. He's getting in the way, you know, he's annoying. um, What's his face? You know? Yeah. Thank you. Um, so and I which I think is sad that wasn't how it was the original iteration was. And I, I do know the story that like at first they took removed him from the ride altogether. Right. And then people lost their minds. People lost their minds. Yeah. And like after the ride they're like, you need to put him back in like immediately. So they plugged him in how they could. And that ride has never been the same since because the Imagination Pavilion used to flow beautifully. It went from the figment to the upstairs area to the downstairs to the um, there was a, a film. This is the, right. the prior not Captain EO was um Honey I Shrunk the Audience. Oh no, was I no it was Captain EO. Maybe it was Captain EO and then it was Honey I Shrunk the Audience. And then it was Cap and then it was Disney Pixar. Right. And now the upstairs is a DVC lounge, so it's like totally different. Um I would love to see it come back personally. I would love that. I feel like this is a this is a no lose situation for Disney. Oh yeah. Because they still bring out the Dreamfinder like in caricatures and you know little um and i feel like this wouldn't be and i don't know the specifics of it how it all works yeah i get it whatever but this is it doesn't seem like it's a hard character to play 
Uh, I mean, I mean, yes, it's a hard character to play, but it doesn't seem like it would be financially a hard character to put on. Oh no, because they, I mean, they have the things for it. Hugely popular. You got the. They brought him back at D twenty three. Like for D twenty three, they brought him. Yeah, the 40th anniversary of Epcot coming up. There's no reason not to have him out there. And yeah. Bring him back out. You know, make Figment back. People, you want merchandising? You think Baby Yoda is something? Oh, you bring Lord. Figment back? With the Dreamfinder. With the Dreamfinder? People would spend their, their retirement funds on Oh, my gosh. I mean, because Figment already sells now. You put him in the park, you actually have experiences with Figment. Oh, yeah. You know, I love Figgy. Make, make a dining reservation where Figment comes out and, you know, like like with Beating the Beast. Oh, yeah. You can meet Figment, Dreamfinder, in of it. They would make so much money. Disney, come on, Bob Chapek. I know you're all about the paycheck. Come Bob on. Paycheck. That would come give on. you a paycheck. Yeah. I'm telling you. People yeah. love – and that's one of – I want to say the first, but might not be the first, character created specifically for a theme park. Right. People don't want Duffy. They want Figment. They want Figment. <laughs> give people what they want. Give people what they want. <laughs> Jenna, where can people find you online? When people give – you can people what they want on Twitter. Where can they find you? Out upon a star, Jen. That's pretty much everywhere. Add upon much on gym. Instagram, on Twitter, and everything like that. Yeah, all those uh, places. Star Travel uh, is it? Yeah, Star Travel dot com as well. Yep. That's the website. Mm-hmm. Uh, updated website, by the way. It looks Indeed. gorgeous. You can find our beautiful faces on there. It's where our bios are on there. I have my first bio. I never really had a bio before, and I'm like, I have a bio. This is <laughs> He's awesome. got a bio and a photo. <laughs> bio and a photo and everything. <laughs> Go to magicaldollar.com as well. That's my website. You can see all this stuff there from the thing. And so we're from the same agency, so I don't mind promoting both of us. Yay! uh, Run Disney. uh, Yes. For January. I'm sorry, for November. uh, The the, I'm sorry, the Wine and Dine, yeah, for November. Yeah. And the Disney Marathon for January. Yes. A lot of people don't know this, guys, but we can book your race registration for the Disney package before Mm -hmm. it even opens up. So if you're Bingo. sitting there at your computer at 10 in the morning on a random Tuesday, you're trying to sign up for one and down, the site is crashing, and you're like, I've tried to get on this twice, and I can't do it, and I'm trying to give my Disney my money or whatever. You know what? Our clients, yep. they sit back, they prop their feet up, and they're like, those poor schlubs are trying to sign up for the race registration. <laughs> I've been signed up for a week now. Right. We can do right. We can do that. It's a call. We'd be happy to help you with your with your registration. For sure. I mean, and you know, and we're not and we're not an agency. We don't buy bibs, so no. You know, a, you know, a month later, be like, hey, can you give sell us a bib? No, we can't do that. But we. But we can book your package. Can book your package. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Jen, this is so, delightful. Yeah. It's been delightful oh. talking to you. Always fun, David. And uh, thanks to all your listeners as well for putting up with me yet again. And I'll talk to you soon, and I will see you next week. All right. And that is going to do it for this edition of the Magic on a Dollar podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. And I hope you push through the audio issues. I promise you next week I'm going to have a microphone that works right there in front of my face and not uh, two feet away. And so it will sound much, much better no matter what it is that we do. I will be at Disneyland next week, so follow me on Instagram, Magic on a Dollar. Follow me on Twitter, Magic on a Dollar. And, of course, on Facebook, Magic on a Dollar. And my Disney page, Disney on a Dollar. I'll be doing lots of reports there, lots of pictures, videos, a lot of fun stuff. Uh, Rise of the Resistance. We might have to be there at 4 in the morning, 3 in the morning if we have to. I might actually just fly in on Wednesday, uh, go straight there, and get in line for Thursday. (laughs) Just be ready and go all night because uh, it's going to be incredible, and I cannot wait to be there and I'll be happy. Uh, I'll be happy to report back to you guys to everything that's going on, everything that's happening. And I might just, maybe I'll film my, my reactions as I'm going on it for the first time. Maybe I might do a little video here and there. But I'd love to share that with you guys. So follow me on all the social media platforms as well. Email me, magiconadollar at gmail.com. I would be happy 
to talk to you about your Disney planning. Matter of fact, in the course of doing this show, I had three trip requests come in, so I got to get to those and answer those questions to help those people have a magical vacation. I want to help you build your memories, not just Disneyland, not just Disney World, not just Alani by Disney, uh, not just Disney Cruise Line or Adventures by Disney, but also Royal Caribbean Cruises and Norwegian Cruise Lines, Universal Orlando. I'm branching out into Sandals very soon, so that's coming. Follow Jen at Pondastar Jen on all the social media platforms as well. Don't forget to listen to her podcast, Divas Dish Diz. And if you're wondering where the Autism Podcast has been, as a sidebar here, I do another podcast called My Kids Got the Autism. It's an autism podcast from a dad who has no idea what he's doing. Season 2 is coming back in a few weeks, so don't uh, don't miss that. And finally, the Deucecast Movie Show. That's my movie podcast, just releasing episode 412 this past week, where we gave uh, updates and reviews on all the latest films out. Everything from Jumanji to Little Women to Jojo Rabbit to, to, um, uh, to Uncut Gems to all the stuff that's out right now. All the stuff you might want to hear and to listen and to watch. Go get a review from us, and we'll be happy to tell you all about it. Also, the Rise of Skywalker. Matter of fact, I think next week maybe we'll do a review of The Rise of Skywalker on the podcast. For those of you who haven't seen it, or I'm guessing all of you have, but maybe you can hear my thoughts on it if you haven't listened to the other podcast to hear thoughts about it. Uh, have a great week, and don't forget to thank a Phoenician. Thanks for listening. Continue the conversation by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Magic on a Dollar. Facebook at Disney on a Dollar. And of course, magiconadollar.com. See you real soon.